Hey, welcome to the Equipus Church Richmond podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Now, I think it's so easy, isn't it, to kind of um, get swept up with the busyness of this time of year. And, um, and added to that this year, we've had the World Cup. Um, I know it's a little bit too soon, but it's okay. We can all be sad together. Denmark are out. Brazil are out. Ghana are out. England are out. It's okay. Any Argentinians? Any French people in the... It's okay. We can... Oh, we're all celebrating with you. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's easy to, uh, you know, get distracted with or just swept up in the busyness of seasons. We've got, I'm sure, loads of Christmas parties and events to get to. Maybe you're celebrating with your family and you've started planning that. We... Um, we got our box of Christmas. We only have one box of Christmas decorations. We've moved many times, and so we've consolidated all our things. We've got one box of Christmas decorations. You can turn my mic down a little bit, actually, Andre. Um, and in our one box of Christmas decorations, we have a Scandinavian cookbook. And so we've got the Scandinavian cookbook out, and we've already started planning the Christmas meals that we're going to have. And uh, we obviously, uh, in the box of decorations, we have all of our tree um, ornaments and stuff. So we went to the Christmas tree farm this week. And uh, anybody a real Christmas tree person? Anybody got a real Christmas tree in their home? Give me a wave if you've got a posh fake tree in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. There's no right or wrong answer, each to their own. But I really like the smell of the real Christmas tree. And I like hoovering up 10 times more than normal when the pins drop. Hey, great Christmas uh, uh, tip. If you put a bit of bleach in the bottom of your real Christmas tree, the needles don't drop. Sounds wrong, but it's right. Anyway, uh, we went to the Christmas tree farm. Actually, for me, there's something a little bit redemptive about going to the Christmas tree farm because we go to the not-so-perfect section to get our tree. You know, I don't know if you've seen this, so you've got all the really expensive, perfect-looking trees, and then you've got a section with all of the discarded trees that nobody wanted, that everybody deemed unfit um, for the general public. But we go there, and we find a tree, and, and we tell it that it's perfect just the way it is, and we give it new purpose in our house can't switch off being a pastor but anyway we took it home and uh, we decorated our tree and uh, you know maybe you're busy buying presents um, we do secret center in our families our families are growing now with um, with plus ones and kids and so we do secret center nobody can afford to buy everybody presents anymore so we do secret center but you know there's so many things that we can be busy with in the season and, and we all I know we all know that the reason for the season is actually celebrating Jesus. But sometimes it feels a bit like an afterthought, right? Once I've got all the presents, once I've planned all the meals, once I've got my tree up, uh, once England are knocked out the World Cup, then it's time to focus on Jesus. But this morning, I just wanted to say, let's take a moment today, but also I want you to um, uh, just be encouraged to do that in your world, in your family. Actually, just to remember that the reason for this season is to celebrate that Jesus came into our world. And, uh, you know, the reason that that is significant, obviously we celebrate that Jesus um, was a baby. He came into the world. And if you know the Bible story, it's not how the Jewish people would have been expecting their Savior to come. They were promised a king who would come and bring them victory. And so they'd pictured a mighty warrior or something like that. And all of a sudden this baby comes and people are talking about how this baby is going to save them. Um, so unexpected. And we celebrate 
Jesus as a baby because it represents him coming to earth. Um, but the truth is, is that he grew into a man and he performed many amazing miracles and he said many amazing things and he raised up an army of uh, disciples who went out and changed the world. And uh, at Christmas, we celebrate uh, that Jesus came into our world. And, uh, you know, Jesus went on to um, die on the cross and was risen, uh, resurrected again, that we might actually have life in Jesus. And so for me, Jesus being the reason for this season is actually because He brings an amazing sense of hope into my life. And, uh, you know, I think hope is something that we could all do with a little bit more of in life at the moment. We had, you know, many things that could have stolen your hope. We had a couple of years of lockdown. Um, we've uh, got an ongoing crisis uh, in Ukraine. There's a looming financial crisis. But this morning, I want to declare that there is hope that supersedes all that stuff found in Jesus. And the fact that Jesus came down into our world, that we might know Him and be known by Him and ultimately be included in, in, his, res, uh, in his salvation plan um, for humanity. And uh, so I'm going to read a, a little passage of Scripture to us this morning. It's probably not the Christmas Scripture that you all um, would be expecting. You probably would have heard this passage of Scripture if you've been at church for a while, uh, but maybe not at Christmas. Um, but I'm going I'm to uh, read it for you today. It's uh, found in Hebrews chapter 4. So we talked about Jesus was a baby. He grew into a man, did many amazing things. And in fact, in this passage in Hebrews, it talks about Jesus being our high priest. What it means is that He went before us. Uh, he, he stands between us and God and says, God, would you forgive them of their sins and include them in your salvation plan? And so this, that's what this passage is talking about when it talks about Jesus being our high priest. So here we go. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16 says this. says, So then, we must cling in faith to all we know to be true, for we have a magnificent King Priest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who rose into the heavenly realms for us and now sympathizes with us in our, family, in our frailty. He understands humanity, for as a man, a magnificent King Priest was tempted in every way, just as we are, and conquered sin. So now we can draw near freely and boldly to where grace is enthroned, to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. Isn't that a hopeful passage of Scripture? That's the Jesus that we're celebrating in this season. And I just wanted to share three really simple things that uh, bring us hope in knowing about this Jesus that we read about in Hebrews chapter 4. And the first thing that we kind of hear about uh, that we understand is that actually He's reachable. I don't know if uh, you, your perspective of God, many people have this, expect, this perspective of God is that He's somewhere out there, He's far away, um, unreachable, and uh, I'm not able to get anywhere near Him. Many people have this picture of a distant God, somebody that they can't know, um, somebody that they can't be close to. Um, but we read about here in Hebrews chapter 4 that actually we can draw close we can come boldly before God into His presence. And uh, actually, we get access into relationship with God. It's the amazing thing about Jesus coming to earth is that now we can have relationship with God again. So the first thing that we read about is that uh, that Jesus is reachable, God is reachable. And you know, I was just thinking about our tree at home. This is our first Christmas with Theo, first Christmas with kids. And uh, I'm told it's the easiest one. Um, uh, he's, uh, he's not quite in the grabbing phase yet, which is good, although he's just started grabbing Anna's hair. Um, and, um, 
But um, we, you know, we, we didn't really have to think too much about the decorations on our tree. But I'm pretty sure next year we're going to have to think about what's reachable uh, and what's not reachable on our tree. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes to us and God, um, we can actually reach out and touch God. We can actually reach out and access relationship to God. We can actually reach out and uh and, uh, and uh, access God's presence in our everyday lives. And for me, that brings an incredible amount of hope uh, into my life. The second thing, first thing that we read about is that God is reachable. The second thing we uh, read about is that actually God is relatable. Um, I think that's amazing. You know, I think some people actually, they maybe get their head around the fact that, that God is reachable. Okay, I can understand that God might be close to me. He might be all around me. But... I, he doesn't know what it's like to be me. <laughs> and, um, you know, I don't know everything that's going on in your world, but God does. And uh, he also is incredibly interested. I always say that he's intricately interested in the detail of your life. And uh, we read about in Hebrews here that actually Jesus was um, lived as a man, 100% man, 100% God. Um, and so he was tempted uh, in every way that we are. He experienced loss. He experienced what it was for his friends um, to be sick. He experienced what it was to be rejected, even by the people in the town where he came from. Uh, he knew what it was to experience all the things that we experience as, as human beings. Uh, and he empathizes with us and he is able to connect with us on that. And uh, Jesus took all of that stuff onto the cross um, and uh, he paid the price and he made a way. And actually, now God is able to intervene in our worlds. And, uh, and so the first thing to know that about God is that He's reachable. The second thing to know is that He is relatable. You know, one of the things that I find amazing, one of the descriptions of, of uh, God, His Father, Son, Spirit, one of the words used for Spirit is that God is the comforter, the one that comes alongside us and comes close to us. And the amazing thing about God being able to know what we're going through is that He knows when uh, we need someone alongside us. And I pray that as you think about Jesus coming to earth, you, you think about the fact that God has come as a comforter with you. And whatever you're going through in the next season of life, know that God is with you and He's alongside you and He knows what you're going through. He cares deeply about you. First thing we read about is that He's reachable. Second thing, He's relatable. And then the third one, I think I made up a word. Um, <laughs> he's receivable. Is that a word? I don't know. Anna was confused. It is a word. Okay. Maybe we can say it like this. We can receive from Him. And, uh, and um, this is one of the most amazing things. You know, we, every week when we gather as a church, we worship. And the point of praise and worship is that actually uh, we're saying thank you to God and we're giving Him glory and praise and honor because He's worth it. It's something that goes from us to God. Worship is from us to Him. It's a gift. It's a sacrifice. The amazing thing is, is that when we do that, actually we receive from Him. God is so good to us. He's so kind to us. You know, maybe you've been busy buying your gifts. Um, I'm sure all of you will receive and give something this Christmas. And uh, I want to say, don't let it pass by. Um, one of the other translations of this verse in Scripture is, is don't let it slip through your fingers, the reality of what God has done for us. Don't let it slip through your fingers, the things that God is wanting to give you. Um, and, uh, you know, there's many amazing things that God wants to give you. His peace um, this Christmas, His love, His kindness, His joy this Christmas. And also He's designed each one of us with purpose. And, and uh, he's, he's set out amazing plans for each one of us um, to fulfill. 
And, um, and so as you go about this Christmas, I pray that you um, take a moment just to reflect on the fact that God is reachable. He's not out of touch um, and you are able to access relationship with Him. I pray that you take a moment to realize that God is relatable. He knows what you're going through and He cares deeply about you. And finally, that you can receive from God this Christmas. And the greatest gift of all was Jesus. And that's why we celebrate Jesus as the reason for the season. Amen? Amen. Well, how about we stand and we're going we're gonna to sing uh, one final song together in a moment. And then we're going to go and enjoy uh, some tea and coffee, hot chocolate and Christmas snacks. But how about we just pray together before we close this morning. Father God, I thank You so much for sending Your Son Jesus into this world. I thank You so much that You cared so much about us that You sent Jesus. You know, the most famous passage of Scripture, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave. This morning we just take a moment to receive from You, Jesus. We receive Your love this morning. We receive Your peace this morning, God. God, we receive just a fresh impartation of joy. Let this church, let this community of people be a people that are known by their joy, that it might shine out in the world and make an impact in the world around them. But Jesus, we just take a moment just in our hearts just to say thank you. We just put aside every distraction, everything that we have been caught up with, been preoccupied already with this Christmas. We put it to one side and In this moment, we say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to our world. Thanks for tuning in and listening to today's message. If you like what you heard, why not subscribe or share with a friend or family member? To find out more about Equippers Church, head to equippers.co.uk.